everybody, it's Dr. Martinez. I'm here with Dr. Sean Stippage. This is Talk with the Doc. We're going to be talking about real stuff in real time. Sean, why don't you introduce yourself to the crowd? Well, uh, Matt, that's your job. That's your job <laughs> the show. I mean, I was expecting a big introduction. Ladies okay. and gentlemen, we got Dr. Sean. I'm just playing, man. <laughs> hey, you know, we, we were just talking just now before we hit record on this thing about just having fun and letting loose. And, yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's so I, I think today what, what we had, you know, we're going to discuss is just uh, about health and wellness and fitness and how that lifestyle has, has been the culprit of, of everything we've done in our lives. We yeah. both have worn many hats and, um, you know, I guess to, to kind of give the audience an idea of who I am, uh, you know, I have a, a background. Uh, I was the son of a famous pro wrestler uh, who was uh, the fifth wrestler in the history of the WWE become champion, um, Stan the Man Stasiak. And so I, I traveled all over the, the country, you know, kind of like gypsies, really. I never grew up in one area. And, right. uh, of course, I was a skinny, frail kid and uh, was the, the victim of bullying. And so I found myself in the weight room shortly after that because I never wanted to experience that that fear of being picked on ever again, got right. into sports, namely wrestling, and then, you know, got into college and competed in NCAA, and uh, then I got into professional wrestling, pursued WWE, and then went to become a chiropractor, and and like I, like we just got done speaking, you know, it's it's uh, it's a never-ending journey. It's uh, one chapter yeah. to the next, and it's been filled with um, so many hardships and challenges, and, you know, but really I think it's just a matter of uh, chapters and, and what's going to be our next chapter to ultimately be our legacy but you and i are so similar matt um you know that we we the, the, we find ourselves in the in the gym and live in a certain lifestyle because at the end of the day no matter what we've done or what, what hat we've worn uh it really it boils down to that is the the glue that's kept us together would that be a safe assessment to make oh my my brother i i think that is the right on assessment and you know just so everybody knows i I watched Sean on TV. I was a huge wrestling fan. And uh, so I watched Sean on TV wrestle in the WWE years ago. And then, you know, so everybody kind of gets this picture. So I'm sitting try one. Uh, try one is your first trimester in professional school for chiropractic, you know. And, and I'm, I, I didn't fit in. I mean, I was like the sore thumb. I'm, I'm 300 pounds, you know, just muscles everywhere, you know, and, and tan and jacked and... I'm sitting in class, you know, and I'm just getting stink eye from all of these, you know, type A skinny dudes. And here, here walks Sean, you know, walks into the classroom and he's try six at this time. And uh, try six, you know, is when everybody gets to pick a try one for, uh, for basically a clinical assessment, you know. And um, anyways, so I go, oh, my God, there's a guy who's, who's a bodybuilder. There's a guy who actually lifts weights, who's in shape. I go, I'm not alone. I'm like thank you god you know and, right you know and so i i remember i walked up to you and i would go hey you know my, my name's matt and and you already picked somebody i don't know if you remember that but you picked somebody already for uh your try one intern and i was like damn it you know but anyways and that kind of began our our friendship and like you know every so often we get yeah. to talk and we get to kind of shoot the breeze and and uh but anyways, but anyways, I want everyone to know out there, Sean is a quality guy. I mean, this is a guy who cares about people. He cares about kids. You know, he's out there making a difference. He's got a this really cool character called Phobia. And he talks about bullying and, and fear. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to bring up about me. I started in the weight room for almost the exact same reason. You know, I'm a half Latin kid. You know, I got called, you know, burrito boy and, and spick, you know, and all these other things growing up. And, and uh, 
So I started getting in the weight room because I didn't want to feel picked on. And what I found for myself was a place that I, I belonged. You know, for me, that 100-pound barbell was just as heavy as anybody else that walked in that weight room. But guess what? I can curl that more than you. And it didn't make me feel better. It made me feel safe, you know? Sure. And, sure. and, and I think a lot of us kind of get into it, but then we find there's magic there. You know, you find there's a discipline, you find there's, there's a hunger. And, you know, I, I don't know about you, Sean, but there's a, you find guys who just love to train, you know, like I'm not wake, you know, I used to, in my twenties, I used to wake up and think, okay, I'm, I'm going to have a six pack in the morning or my arms are going to be bigger in the morning or, you know, whatever. Right. And, and you kind of, you kind of go through this whole process where you go, I just figured out, I love to train. I love putting the work in. I, I love sweating. You know, I, I love feeling my body move. And you know, I, I, I mean, you know, guys, you need to look up Sean's page uh, on Instagram. I mean, he's, the guy's in the gym all the time. And he looks incredible. He lives this lifestyle. Sean, I don't think you've ever been out of shape since probably your younger years. Is that true? Well, I, I appreciate that, Matt. Uh, you know, I guess you know, it's funny because we always have a certain standard for ourselves. Right. So I, right. I think right. the general consensus over the years has been, and I've heard the exact comment, like, you're never out of shape. But, you know... I, there's been a couple moments in my life or stages where maybe I didn't, I went through, you know, you go through challenges or, or you, sometimes you just get burned out. I mean, the thing, yep. you know, you live and learn. I'm sure you have learned so many times over as far as what works for you, what doesn't. But I mean, I have a certain um, level of fitness as a vision in my mind. And if I'm anything, in the past, if I was anything less than a particular body fat percentage and I thought, oh, I'm out of shape, I'm fat, <laughs> it's ridiculous. As you get older, I think you realize, you know, we, we gain wisdom, we realize, hey, you know, it's just like when I described to you the other night when we chatted uh, about, like, you could have a skinny suit, a thinner suit, so that would be, like, your leaner look or shape. You know, your body fat's, I don't know, below 10%, mm-hmm. 8%, whatever, right? And then you could have another suit that's a little bit looser, but it still looks good. It's maybe the 12, 13% right. body fat suit. Right. But my point is, you never look bad. It's just different looks. Yeah. And so I think I've always stayed within, I would say, a good 10 to 12, maybe 15 pounds, um, give or take, whether it was a little bit bulkier looking, a little bit more fuller, muscular looking, or right. leaner and more shredded. So I stay within about a 10 to 20 pound range of uh, uh, varying looks, if that makes sense. And ultimately, mm-hmm. as I've gotten older, you know, I've gotten more concerned about, you know, my actual health because, you know, yeah. you can look at a car, it looks shiny and awesome on the outside, but the engine's dirty. So it's important, mm-hmm. as you know, to, you know, do the healthy things, like yeah. make sure you're getting your omega-3s and you're getting all your essential minerals and, and vitamins and yeah. and uh, your heart health, you know, and your liver and kidneys and just making sure the inside, your your blood's filtered and cleaned out. It's so important. I think that's really the key to longevity, you yeah. know. So you see some of these guys, they look great, you know, 20 years ago, and then you see them now, they're either, and in my case, with the wrestling world, they're either, you know, unfortunately, God rest their souls, they've passed on, right. or they just look, they look horrible, like they're just not in good shape. So I think the key is just long, right now for me, I used to love it when guys would go, man, dude, you look jacked. Right. And I was like, yes, I look jacked, you know? But, right. but now, yeah. I, th- I don't like that so much, Matt. I like yeah. it when people say, hey, man, you look really, you look really good, you look really healthy and vibrant. Yeah. And, and they go, you look young, you look really, how old are you? And I say, I'm 49. like, dude, I would have thought you were 30. And I'm like, well, bless your heart, thinking I'm 39, you know? Right, right. Maybe they're just, you know, but that makes me feel good because really moving forward to the second stage of my life, second half of my life, 
you know, I just want to be as healthy uh, on the inside as I, uh, you know, I approach getting like, yeah. you know, 50s and 60s and, 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 and so on. So that's kind of my approach, you know, with, with health and fitness now at this point in my life. I, I am the exact same way. You know, I, I used to be, I love to get those comments when I was younger, like, dude, you're, you're huge, you know, you're jacked. You know, and, and my, my God, you know, and, and, you know, I, I would have to say like the first time I saw you, Sean, I go, dude, this guy is jacked. You know, I was like, God damn. Real quick, I got to say this though. Yeah. You know, you had mentioned earlier on this call that we are, sorry, when we first crossed paths and you saw me went, oh, thank God there's somebody that's, you know, like me. Yeah, uh, I was. I love it now when I walk in or I, I'll be honest, I don't like it when people say, hey, big guy. I know. Or hey. I know. Yeah. Big man, I don't like that. It's just, it's such a, I don't know. It's like a bonehead, meathead thing. It is. And, yep. uh, like, but, but I'll be honest. When I walk into a gym or a room, I used to be, you know, when you're younger and you yeah. had, I had a little bit more of an ego, or at least I wasn't uh, more. I'm more spiritually. My spiritual awareness is more advanced now, so I'm able to, you know, dissolve my ego or distinguish what's. If is it ego or is it coming from my soul? Is it coming from me? You know. Yeah. And. Um, but when I see someone that's my size or bigger, I'm like, oh, thank God there's someone bigger than me in this room. Because <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. I want to well, be more normal. You I, know? I feel the same way. You know, I mean, it's, um, you know, and, and I think getting older, you don't, you don't get a choice. You know, I think your body goes through these evolutions where... And I think God kind of made it up that way. You know, it's like, okay, you know, you're here. This is the phase your body's going to go through. I mean, God, remember our 20s? Dude, I used to walk around with my shirt off all the time because I look great. You know, I mean, <laughs> right. you know and I, was, I well, couldn't wait to take Matt, my shirt Matt, off. I didn't have a know? choice. I was basically half right. naked on TV. <laughs> you were. With other men and women on <laughs> totally. television. To- but I remember watching you going, dude, this guy, this guy is in shape. I mean, holy crap. And yeah, you go through this phase and then you get a little older. And, and you, you and I both know, just honesty here. Things just aren't in the same place, you know. You don't pump up the way you used to, you know, and um, and and you find there's a beauty there's a beauty in it. I, I think for you know, and, and men we don't talk about this, you know. It, it's uh, sure. I think you know, aging for me has been such a a gradual, wonderful experience because I've become like you talked about that ego goes away, and I'm not in the gym now to be the most jacked guy or the strongest guy in the gym. I go because it's healthy. You know, I want my heart to be healthy. I want my kidneys to work properly. I want my liver to work. And so, you know, you're talking about nutrients. I know so much more now about nutrition than I ever did when I was really, you know, I was a gym rat. And, you know, I I knew a lot about, you know, you know, going into the macro micro thing. I knew a ton about protein, carbs, and fats, but I knew very little about micronutrients. And what's changed for me is I am more concerned now about how much micronutrients, you know, vitamins, minerals, phytochemicals, than I am about protein and carbohydrates, where I used to be obsessed about it. You know, I go, I have to get, three, I have to get 350 grams of protein in today. You know, that was my, my goal for a long time, you know? And so, you know, and so every meal I had, you know, had to be like measured out that way. And now I'm like, I'm so relaxed. You know, I, I, I get a good amount of protein, but I don't ever go over 200 grams anymore. And yeah, and it's just to give my body a break because I did it for so long. So I think, you know, and, and listening to you, I think we're really in this great place where, you know, there's all of these guys out right now. I'm going to get into what's called andropause. You know, we're both doctors here and 
And uh, andropause isn't really talked about mainstream the way it should be. So everybody out there, andropause basically is when your hormones as a man, you stop drop, you drop below what's called a normal threshold in, in your androgen. So your testosterone, your estradiol, your luteinizing hormones, different things like that, that, that give you a libido and give you a, a muscular look. But, you know, Sean, you and I both know testosterone is way more, it's, it's not just for muscles, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's a part for brain health, heart health, you know, there's even an emotional aspect to it. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, a lot of people, you know, they look at guys who are jacked and they're like, oh, steroids, steroids, steroids. But you and I both know, no, it's actually a lot of discipline, a lot of work. And it's 90% or 80% about what you're putting into your body food wise. Yeah. Well, you know, man, I want to say, you know, you're aging well. You, you got good skin. Oh, and, you too, uh, brother. You know, and are you sure you're not trying to be Jack? Because I, 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 <laughs> dude, I don't know about that. Uh, well, it, I'm just playing. Now, I know you got some it uh, sits personal goals. Di- yeah, it AP sits different, man. It, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But, like, you know, Matt, I've, um, I've learned a lot over the years, and I feel like I have quite a bit of knowledge and wisdom from my years being around, yeah. you know, not just uh, the doctor world, but just the fitness world and just comparing notes with other health professionals and, and fitness coaches and just professional athletes and, and all that, that whole space. But I'm always learning, man. Like, yeah, I'm sure, and, and you personally have gotten into, you know, you're very, uh, that's, the, that's the thing I can say about you. You're very uh, analytical, very intelligent. You, you really approach things on a scientific level. So I'm sure there's tons of things I can learn from you. I'm always learning. I'm a work in progress. You oh, know? I think that's and a I think beautiful if we place. stop learning, we're, we're, you know, we're dead. You know, yeah. you got to keep moving, keep learning. And, uh, but yeah, man, I mean, it's funny to say about, well, it's just, you know, so, so like TRT, for instance, you know, testosterone ther- therapy replacement or hormone replacement therapy, I'm a big advocate of it. Um, although I will say that I think a lot of guys today, though, they use that as an excuse to just take a bunch of stuff, you know, to walk <laughs> oh, yeah. on TRT. I would, I would agree. True TRT yeah. Yeah. is just, you know, it's, it's, it's finding your blood levels and, and bringing them to a level that's healthy. You don't want them too high. Right. You don't want them too low because if, if it's either or of extreme, it's unhealthy, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. really finding that balance. And, and honestly, here's the other thing too I find. I find, I go through stages, but lately, and I, I say this in a humble way. I don't, I don't want to sound like, you know, like I'm being vain by any means, but, you know, like right now, lately, uh, even last night when I was in the gym, I look at myself I'm very critical. I have a very critical eye. And yeah, have I been more shredded and ripped in the past? Yes, I have. But for the amount of like, just this, I guess it's, and remember when you're younger, you know, you'd be a young kid. I was a skinny, frail kid. So I was in the gym trying to put muscle on. It took me forever to to do it. And I'd have these older guys say, man, just be patient, stay consistent. You'll, you'll come across what's called muscle maturity. And I never really understood that. I used to think I was just some old dude, just try to t- tell me something to keep me, you know, patient about it. But right. I completely get it now because I don't really lift really heavy. I never really lifted heavy. Like, I don't lift near as heavy as you, man. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a um, muscle endurance, a lot of supersetting, lots of reps, always moving. In fact, my lifting um, is, like, I do a lot of giant sets. One set, I might I might throw four, five, six different exercises, keep moving. Right. Um, and so my I'm, my heart rate is up. I'm... It's, I'm able to stay leaner and still get my lift in, and I don't want—I don't want to get any bigger. I'm 260 pounds right now, and I don't—I'm comfortable with this weight. But what I have noticed is that lately, 
um, I have more of a muscle maturity that I guess what people talked about years ago. And I'm going, right. I don't have to try. Like, I work hard. Don't get me wrong. But it doesn't. I'm not trying to recreate or reinvent a wheel. I'm just trying to maintain what I created by just refining it and keeping it polished as best I can. Yeah. So when I look in the yeah. mirror and I see it, it's not so much, you know, yeah, I want to have, you know, you want to have a cross between size and definition and, and you want to have a form of strength. But I'm looking at skin. I'm looking at how I yeah. feel, energy levels, the whole thing. So, sorry, I kind of went down a rabbit hole there, but no, I thought it was I, worth mentioning. No, I, I think, you know, the cool thing is our, our listeners, you know, they're going to be okay. They're, these are two guys that, and by the way, Sean, 260 is no, not a small person. I mean, that's still, that no, is a I, good, I know. A, yeah, that's a good size like, depth. 260 pounds yeah. on, a, on yeah. paper is, a, is basically <laughs> an NFL. That's a big dude. That's, that, that's, a, that's a big dude. I, I don't I look at myself that I, way, and I'll see yeah. a dude that's 6'4", 260. I go, right. damn, he's huge. And I'm going, dude, that's that's you. I, that's, right. Oh, it, yeah, it's, that's right. It's totally relative, and I think when you live in your body for so long, you just get used to it. And, uh, you know, but, but going back to what you said about um, – you know, training, it, it's so different. You know, for when I was in, when we were in school together, I didn't have the energy or the desire to really kick my butt in the gym like I, like I did before I got into school. I mean, I found out my studies came first, and if they didn't come first, I didn't pass exams the way, the way I wanted to. And uh, Oh, God. I mean, man, know. that's called 35 credit hours of semester yeah. plus well, internship. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah so, I get it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to give kudos to you because you were consistent in the gym even when we were in school, brother. I saw you. You know, I mean, we were. remember the Valley Ranch we used to train at right there off of... Oh, yes. Brother, I miss that. I miss so that much. gym. That was, that was a such time. a great gym. You know, I mean, you and I would sit in the sauna and we'd talk, you know, and you'd be training. Yep. You know, and um, I, I started in the weight room. Really, I got serious because of football. And yep. so, so I did dynamic movements. I was doing deadlift, power cleans, overhead presses, you know, bench press, squats. You know, that's really my introduction. And... Then when I got injured, I got into strongman because I, I had that genetics for it. You know, I, I found that I could do those lifts. But here's the thing. You know, I'm doing a little bit of that now, but my favorite type of style workout is just what you were talking about. Big sets, keeping the heart rate up, supersetting stuff. You know, I, I found for me that that keeps me in better shape and I don't hurt, <laughs> you know, like when I go heavy. Sure. So everybody oh, yeah. out everybody yeah. out there, you should be cycling your training. You shouldn't just stick to one cycle. I mean, you know, Sean is a, you know, he's a D1, you know, level, you know, college wrestler. So the wrestling type workouts and or like in my case football type workouts are way different than what a lot of bodybuilders do. And you know, I wanted to ask you Sean, how did you keep your body up so well, you know, when you were traveling and wrestling so much? I mean, I, I've well, always been impressed by that, man. Well, first of all, I want—I just want to back up a minute. So I remember yeah. you coming to uh, Dallas when you first, you know, came to Parker and you were in the gym. I just remember this dude is freaking strong. Cause I remember you loading up the leg press with like I couldn't find any forty-five. What are the forty-five? <laughs> you were doing like, oh, there they are. He's got all of them. That was you. Yeah, leg press, and you lifted. So for me, I had never lifted uh, as heavy as you have or do even now. Uh, I just, but especially as I've gotten older, though, again, for me, I mean, you should always switch your workouts up, always. right? Yeah. But I think I'll never, I'll never um, drop down where I'm, like, I think the minimum reps I'll always get will be maybe six. I don't go any lower than that, you know? Right. It's usually more like 12, to, it could be all the way to 50. Like, I'm talking 5-0 reps. Right. And 
I do that because, again, for the mere fact of saving time, you know, in the gym, I, I get, you know, doing so many hours of cardio. I used to do that all the time. I, I find that having hit cardio is something that speeds up where it's a shorter duration, but you're more intense and you're able to burn, you know, body fat a little bit more efficiently. Mm-hmm. And I just, doing the lighter weight but more reps and moving like that, you fatigue. And so when you get to those fatigue sets, in essence, you you push your muscle fibers to a point now where the next two or three reps are going to be so, it's almost like doing a yeah. super heavy weight. You're going to keep the size that way. Yeah. But it, it is lighter on your joints. And as you get older, yeah. um, man, for the listeners out there, trust me, if you're a young man or woman now, just uh, trust me when I tell you you're going to want to take care of your joints. Yes, you but, do. Um, yeah, we, we both are, are right there saying, yeah, everybody listen to Dr. Sean. Take care of your joints. You know, you don't, unless you are competing for a specific sport or you you are a power lifter or a strong man, stay away from the heavyweights. They're really not that necessary. You can go a moderate, but increase those reps. And I don't know if you like doing this, Sean, but I I do. I I like pre-fatiguing, especially now. You know, like for instance, yeah. yeah, I mean, the chest workout I had, I'll start off with flat bench. I won't go as heavy. But then I'll go through like three or four different uh, chest exercises and I'll go back to flat bench and like 225 pounds now feels like 400 pounds, you know, and, and sure. so, so I don't have to, you know, risk injuring myself at this age, um, you know, and so there are great ways. So guys, get on Sean's page, look at some of his workouts. I'm, I'm telling you, this guy's the real deal. And, and in the, our industry, you know, chiropractic medical industry, there are not a lot of physicians out there that actually walk the walk. You know, one thing I was horrified about when we, when we were in professional school, and I don't know if you felt this way, is walking outside and seeing faculty smoking. You know, and, oh, I know. And, and you're just, yep. you're going like, okay, wait a, wait a minute here. I, I thought this was a, a healthy place. I thought, you know, we're, we're here for health. But then I get out in the professional world. And there's a lot of physicians out there. And guys, I'm sorry, all you physicians out there, I'm just t- telling the truth. You know, I love you guys. You guys can do whatever you want in life. You, you have your own philosophies. But this is mine. If you're going to be in an industry, you need to walk the walk. You know, you need, you need sure. to understand. And so we've got physicians out there who are smoking, who are drinking, who don't even know the first thing about diet or exercise. And they're out there giving, you know, life coaching advice to people. And a lot of times yep. it's, you know, it's not even scientifically backed. And so that, that's why in our industry we have such confusions on like, well, what do I do? What do I do? And, you know, Sean, you know, you did say, and I, that is something I take personally is I read a lot. I research a lot. And I only recommend things to my patients that I've tried. If I haven't tried it, the first thing I say, well, I haven't tried that. But here's what the research says. You need to figure out if that's something you want to do. So I'm going to go into stem cells here. Um, so I got into stem cell therapy personally about three years ago and it was because I was looking at a shoulder replacement. You know, I, I had such bad wear and tear on my shoulder. I mean, I, I lifted heavy, I played football, I, you know, I was a rough kid and, uh, I had a lot of, uh, micro tears and a lot of rotator cuff muscles plus some actual bone damage. I had osteonecrosis, which is bone death. I didn't even know about it. And I was like, well, God, you know, I'm, I'm 40. I don't really want to, you know, I'm in my 40s. I don't really want to get a shoulder replacement. So I started looking into other things. And that's when, you know, I got into peptides. I got into stem cell therapy. Guys, I had film done not too long ago. And my shoulder is actually regenerating. 
and I have better movement now than I did three years ago, which, you know, I'm older and uh, I haven't stopped training. So for me, I, I wasn't able to do dumbbell shoulder presses for a long time because it just hurt. I was like, you know, forget this. I'm, I'm back up to doing decent weight. I do a ton of reps. I'm back up to doing Smith machine overhead presses, you know, as well as I actually feel good. You know, <laughs> I don't wake up in the middle of the night and go, dear God, you know, that pain is awful. And I want everybody out there to know that there are options. You know, chiropractic is such a, I mean, Sean, I mean, how often do you get adjusted, Sean? I hope you get adjusted. I, uh, I try to get adjusted at least once a week, yeah, uh, yeah. personally. And sometimes more. It just depends if I tweak something or I told you I got into the, the wrestling ring. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, possible comeback? Wink, wink. I don't know. Everybody we'll be, be watching. The universe. We'll see what it is. Yeah. I, I got to say something right now, though, Matt. As yeah. we're on here right now, I don't mean to sh- switch gears, but no, you know no. Chris Jericho is, right? Yeah. Chris Jericho. So I tweeted, if you see my tweet today, I'll, I don't know. If, are you on Twitter, Matt? You know, I have an account, guys. I need to get on it more. I, I forget that I have it. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, yeah, right. I know I had LinkedIn for years ago. Are you on LinkedIn? I'm like, dude, I don't even know my password. I didn't <laughs> I know, get man, into that thing. No, right. So I, I recently, yeah. I, I'm, I'm exploring it now. I'm finding actually it's pretty cool with LinkedIn. I'm actually getting uh, other uh, transformational coaches and speakers are, are trying to connect. So it's really cool. I want to share this with you. This is live on Dr. Martinez's show. And I've got, I, I tweeted Chris Jericho. And I'm going to, I'm going to, tw- can I go ahead and read, Matt, what I said to Chris? Go for it, Sean. Yeah, absolutely. I said, I, so I have a picture of me standing there with my fist up in my dad's famous wrestling robe. Nice. One of my favorites. Nice. And it says the man, I think you've seen it before. Yeah. And I, I wrote to Chris because AEW is coming here next uh, week. And I, you know, the plan is to, to go backstage and say hello to a few uh, old friends like Billy Gunn and, and Chris and Cody Rhodes. And, and so it's a new, you know, we talked about this the other night, you and I, and I don't know where this is going to go, but I do have a little bit left in the tank. Yeah. Just like you with your powerlifting, I, mm-hmm. I think this is the this is the youth in us. This is the warrior spirit, and and I want to and remind me, Matt, to ask you something because I want to. I would like to get into. I want to get your your insight on. See, I'm wrestling with some things within myself, and I I want to ask you because you're so much. We're so alike, you and I. You know, yeah. it's just as I've gotten to know you more and more, we have such mere reflections, and you know. If, if people think that horoscopes don't have something to do with it, then they're crazy. Because when you're born July 19th, I'm the 21st. I'm telling you, right. there's some connection, there's a connection there. Yeah. And yeah. But I, I tweeted at Chris Jericho. Some of my people have asked me over the years, "What are the what are the best matches that you ever had?" And I said, "You know, the honest, the best matches I ever had were two against Chris Jericho, and they were on house shows in New York, and they weren't televised. They're called they're 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 just house shows, right? Right. And I, he's the AEW uh, world champion right now, and so I took a picture of me with my dad's robe because my dad won the WWE title in 1973, December 1st, uh, 1973, and he lost it on December 10th to Bruno Sammartino at Madison Square Garden, so he only held it for nine days. Right. My dad used to tell me, you know, before he passed, he said, Sean, there are two of the happiest, three of the happiest moments I had in my life was marrying your mom, having you and being the WWE, back then it was the WWF champion right. uh, for nine days. I know he was what's called a transitional champion because Pedro Morales was a baby face, which is a good guy, right. and they wanted to get the title, the strap, over to Bruno Sammartino. This is back in the 70s, Matt. Yeah. And they didn't want the two baby faces meeting up, so they needed to find a credible heel to make the transition, to take it off one guy and put it on the other. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Well, that's what my dad was called upon to do. And so um, I don't know why I started getting into this deep. Oh, the fact that my I, I so I pay homage to my father and I had the robe hanging up in my um, den here. And I took a picture of it today and um, I had my fist up and you can check it out on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. And I, I went ahead. I have fun with social media. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times I tweeted these guys and I'm talking trash. Wink, wink. Right. <laughs> but yeah. I said to Chris, I said, what do you say? I am Jericho. You and I run it back a couple of. Uh, I said, I said, OK, let me start over. What do you say? I am Jericho, that's his handle. You and I run it back as a couple of American slash Canadian alpha males and see who at 49 kept the longer shelf life, question mark. <laughs> Had two of my best matches with you. Hashtag respect, hashtag balls through the wall because he has a band called Fozzy yeah. and he has the song Balls. It's one of my favorite rock songs from the 80s and he did a great job. I've been jamming out to Chris Jericho's freaking song in my headphones at the gym lately, okay? <laughs> well, I don't think and people know that you know, he actually has a good band. You know, I mean, he's got a great band. band. He's got yeah. a good voice. He's got a good sound for that. I didn't yeah. realize how good he sounded and, uh, and, he, and he wrote me back. Thanks, man. Hope you're doing great. So that's cool. That was that, cool that, that he acknowledged cool. that. Yeah. You know, I would love to see you climb back in the ring. I, you know, I, I was a wrestling fan for a long time, and you were probably one of the, the best dynamic wrestlers that I saw, like, could actually wrestle. You know, I mean, you, you, could, you could throw down in the ring. I mean, I remember watching um, a couple of your tag team matches, and they were some of the best tag team matches I had ever seen. Uh, you know, well, man, I, 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 brother, no, I appreciate bro that, brother. Man, you got hustle. I tell you the truth, but Mike, I cringe when I watch myself because <laughs> I don't feel that way at all. I, fact, yeah. I don't mind being transparent. I, right, I, right. I feel like I failed in my career, and we oh, talked. Uh, maybe you know, we're gonna, I can tell you and I are going to have more podcasts to do. We, oh we, yeah, we need to just oh, have yeah. our own little segment, brother. Because we, we could do we that. Can, I, I want to get deep with this stuff. I love this stuff, by the way. Yeah. I, I do too, man. I, I love getting into life and talking about what's real. And, you know, everybody out there, I, you know, Sean is one of these guys, like he said, he walks in the gym and he's like, God, I got work to do. You know, he's, he's constantly wanting to evolve, wanting to get better. And, and that's a champion, you know, and, and a lot of people think champions are just the guys that hold a title or the guy that has the most likes on, on Instagram. But what a champion is, it's work ethic. It's constantly being hungry. You know, I, I watch old tapes of mine about performing in strongman or, or football or, or anything else, and I go, God, I, I could have been better. I should have done better. And that's not that we hate ourselves. It's just that we see that there's more potential, that we can be better. Guys, I want to see Sean back in the ring. I would love to see this, especially at his age, because I know he can do it. I, I hope that we get enough you know, people behind you, man, that we can actually get to see that at least a few more times. Well... Yeah, brother, and I got to tell you, if this does happen, and I'm not kidding, you and I are going to have, I might have to fly to Hawaii and have you work on because I am going to need it, man. I was in the ring last week, and I got to tell you, man, I got in, I haven't been in there almost seven years, Matt, right. and I walked in, like, I'm physically in good shape, like, you know, if you, if you, you know, and I say that humbly, but if you see me, you know, I'm 260 pounds, and I'm, I'm, but, you know, things are, are I'm, I'm pretty lean and pretty shapey, and, you know, I can run circles around these kids half my age in the oh, gym yeah. on the stair stepper and training, maybe not as strong as they are, you know, don't recover as quick as they do, but but I'll tell you, man, I got in that ring a whole different ball game. I can do an hour on the stair stepper, like, oh, you know, yeah. I'm... You know, I'm, I'm sweating, I'm, you know, it's not like a cakewalk, but I can do that all day long. 
I get in the ring after two minutes, I'm huffing and puffing. It's I'm different. holding myself up against the turnbuckle. I'm like, <laughs> holy crap! I thought I was in shape. Well, and, you know, both. It's just different. Yeah, you know, it's a different type of shape. I it mean, is. Yeah. I mean, I got out and ran sprints with a couple young guys. You know, there's a few football leagues around, and. Uh, you know, they wanted a, a guy out there who actually played, you know, to kind of help. Man, I, I ran, what did we do? I think we ran 340s and 200s. Bro, I had to lay down. I was like, holy shit, man, you know. <laughs> I haven't done this in so long. And so there's a different shape to that. But I know for a fact, you if you have a gig lined up, you know, and uh, you're going to get there. That's just who you are, man. You'll You'll be in that type of shape that you need to be in. And, uh, you know, everybody out there, I, you know, this is... Um, this is such a special gift for me to have Sean on the show because, you know, most of the time I, I have, you know, other physicians out there or, you know, healthcare specialists who are talking. This is fun for me. You know, this, this is kind of like, you know, Sean said, the warrior spirit, you know, we get to talk about this stuff. And, and uh, it, it's fun, you know, because there, we were talking before the show about the kid inside of us. I think that kid, you know, that, you know, for you, the skinny kid, you know, for me, it was the... Uh, just a kid who barely, you know, I didn't really speak English when I first started coming to this country because my father only spoke Spanish. And my grandmother... Really, Matt, I never, yeah. you know, I learned so much more about you. I, know. I, I didn't <laughs> know that you had served. I didn't know that you played at University of Hawaii. Yeah. After the NFL. I didn't know that you, you speak, you're one of the better, you are more articulate well, than some of the people that I know. Well, I wouldn't I, know I had to, I had to figure out English, you know, and this is the, the thing, it's, it's so funny. Um, so when I was little, my father took me, uh, my parents split up. My father took me to Ecuador and I, I grew up there for a long time. And so I grew up in a household like, you know, when you're three, your English skills are not the best. So funny story, my father was bringing me back into the country. I think I was about seven or eight. And, uh, you know, back then we had birth certificates. There weren't passports for kids. And so my dad is like, you know, they weren't going to allow us in the country. You know, he said, well, this isn't a U.S. born kid. My dad's like, yeah, here's the, the birth certificate. And he's like, you know, my dad calls me Mateo. He's like, Mateo, please speak English. And I'm like, no hablas, you know, inglés, papá, por qué, por qué no? And my dad's like, no, 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 speak English, you know. <laughs> and luckily, you know, we got in the country. But, you know, back, you know, growing up, so I had, you know, we both had obstacles. But we overcome them. And so English for me was really important that I learned it and I learned to master it. And, uh, you know, it's just like another skill. And, uh, you know, buddy, like you were talking about getting in shape, I have no doubt, Sean, that you, if you get a, a wrestling match lined up, you're going to show up in shape. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, no, I, yeah, actually, I w for sure I would. I just, I guess this is what I wanted to say. You know, I get in the ring and I take a couple, um, I said, okay, I said I wasn't going to bump or anything the first day. I was going to lock up and see how my, you know, hitting the ropes, get my timing down, see how, um, you know, my punches and kicks were, just the timing. Right. And, you know, there's an art to that. Um, right. You know, you want to make it look realistic, but you don't, you don't want to hurt your, you don't want to hurt the guy you're working with, but you want to, you know, you want to look, look people know it's choreographed, but you want to, Look, it's like going to a movie. I don't want to see some Jean-Claude Van Damme movie or, or you know, whatever, some kind of a kick-ass movie, uh, even with Dwayne Johnson and mm -hmm. him throwing punches and missing by two feet. You know, right, look, right. I want to suspend my disbelief and go, wow, I'm living vicariously through this scene or right. these characters, you know. Right. And uh, so anyway, uh, but I, I just couldn't help myself, man. When I was in the ring, man, I was like, you know what, dude? Go ahead and pick me up and slam me. Yeah. He's like, are you sure? Yeah. I said, just do it. Just pick me up and slam me. Boom. 
I look up at the ceiling and it's, the, the ceiling is literally spinning in circles. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I immediately was very uncomfortable. I was like, whoa, I don't remember it like this being like this. Right. And I, right. And I, and I get all, all fours. I flip over to my stomach or my, you know, on my knees and I'm trying to get my equilibrium back. It was almost like I got hit with a left hook and got knocked down and where I was for a moment. Yeah. And I took three tackles where I, you take, you lock up, you take a headlock, he shoots you off the ropes. Um, but it was the other way, uh, you know, he, he took a headlock on me. I threw him the ropes and I took the tackle yeah. and I just remember the first two were just sucked. Like it was like, <laughs> that, that was, that was horrible, man. Like, and I had a headache for two days and I was limping around for a week. But, and I was thinking, I don't know. Right. I don't know. Like on paper, you know, and, and as far as my spirit and as far as the life challenges I've gone through the last 18 years, mm-hmm. I've always been curious to see a character that I bring to the table. I want to live, like, what makes the best actors or the best performers are ones, like, the term is, you know, argumentates life. I want to take all the hardships and trials and tribulations and channel that energy through a character display, mm-hmm. through an expression that would be so believable and so real. That's what, for me, that's what draws me into, like, pro wrestling to me is when they have promos and getting people emotionally invested into the storyline. Yeah. But they're so, even though you know it's choreographed, yeah. it, it the, the message still is a piece of life that people can relate to. Right. And so I'm there now. I know who I am today as a man. I know how I look and view the world. I'm going to continue learning, but compared to when I was wrestling, I didn't know for sure who I was. I was trying to emulate people. I was trying to find my... You know, I had a very short career, four years. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it takes, a, it takes a good four or five, even more years to really find yourself a lot of times, you know, right. in that profession. And brother, you know... I've never questioned myself physically, but yeah. I have to say I, I am right now because I'm going, wow, is it one of those things where my mind wants to go, my heart and soul and spirit are there. Yeah. My, I, I don't know if it's going to, I just don't know, Matt. I'm just being honest. No, I, I don't know I how it's going to, now maybe it's because yeah. you know, I'm 49. I had been ringing in seven years. Now, if I were to be more consistent, would I get used to it? Probably. And it wouldn't yeah. be near as bad, but I don't remember it feeling like that. Yeah. Well, I, I think, you know, you, you really got into something here that's important, I think, for the guys out there to, to listen. You know, I, I recently started training back for one more strongman competition. You know, I'm in the master's level. And, uh, you know, I got under a heavy bench press. Guys, I haven't benched over 400 pounds in probably 10 years. I just haven't had a need for it. So I got under 500 pounds the other day and just got crushed. I'm, 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 I'm going to admit this out there to everybody. I had one of those moments where... You know, I was just like, oh, fuck, I'm going to I'm going to break in half, you know, and uh, spotter had to pull the bar off me, you know, and I'm just like, you know, can I do this? And, you know, I I want everyone to listen to what Sean and I are are saying here is we have these doubts, you know, even though people look at us like, God, you guys are in shape. You're this. We still have those doubts. But I don't know if you feel this way, Sean, but I do. I want to find out if I can do it, you know. I, I want to find out, okay, this is the reality of where I'm at. Can I get better at this age? I don't know if you got that in me, but I do. You know, I'm, I, that's why I'm doing this. Everybody out there, that's why I'm 309 right now. Normally, that is not my normal body weight. You know? It's, uh, you know, for me, it's about 270, 275-ish is about where I feel comfortable. And uh, so I'm up a lot more than I, I, I normally am. And, uh, you know, Sean, Sean, how how do you how do you feel about that? I mean, do you feel like it, like you could do this? Because I think you can. You mean wrestling? Yeah. Well, Matt, 
Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah. Let me use an analogy here. Okay. Um, boy, I had so many other things I want to talk about with the with the, the training, but boy, we we went we, uh, we, we did we, we now we're on a different <laughs> road, but that's fine. Let's keep running, man. I love this. Yeah. Um, you know, Matt, this is how I feel. If okay, I'm an older vehicle. This is how I use analogy. I should write a book on analogies. So don't be still my ideas, Matt. <laughs> Everybody, this is Sean's okay. idea. Okay, it's a public record. Now. Or any or any of you <laughs> listeners out there, don't be still my that's gimmick infringement. Right. Okay. Right. So anyway, um, so I'm an older vehicle. Okay, it's been put away in a garage and it's collected a little dust, mm. but. It's been taken out every once in a while, and the filter's been changed, and it's been, you know, the right gas, and the right maintenance has been done on it. So we've got a few more miles, and we can get out of this car, mm-hmm. you know? We can get ourselves from, uh, you know, from, from where I live in Frisco to Dallas, Texas, downtown Dallas, let's just say, right? But we're just going to have to make sure that if we're going to take it on a bumpy ride, meaning taking bumps and, and take it through a little bit of a, a rough ride, mm-hmm. um, let's just do it when the time is right because I have a few bumps. It's like saying as an MMA fighter, for instance, you know, you only have so many punches you can take or, you know, this is kind of maybe a bad analogy, but it's like you, you only can take so much damage. And yeah. I feel oh, like yeah. my body's at a point where, yes, I have some reserve. But let's not waste it. Let's let's, let's <laughs> if I'm going to take an ass with right. it and it's time for me to bump. Let's yeah. do it on a big pay per view. Let's do it when it means for a championship. I'll do it then. Um, you know, but we need to just be smart about driving the car. Again, we got some miles left in this thing. We can still get somewhere. We can get to some destinations with this thing. But we just got to be smart about how we drive it. We just can't crank the crap out of it and, and rev up the engine so fast. Let's just take the, and that's fine. So. That's really an analogy I can use is that um, I would love to, you know, in a perfect world, I would love to to join uh, one of these, you know, either WWE or or AEW, for instance. Mm -hmm. I want it to be the two, either the two TV, uh, you know, shows. Mm -hmm. And, but I would want to spend a little more time getting people emotionally invested in my storyline and my message into my character. Because what I've learned is I could do literally a third of all the action in the ring and it means so much more. It's the saying, more, less is more, right. as opposed to bumping your ass off and doing all these crazy moves and all this stuff and damage you're putting on your body when it doesn't mean anything. But if I can get people emotionally invested in a storyline or a message, they're invested in me now. I've, I've connected with them on a, on a level of their soul or their heart, you know, that they're like, wow, that reminds me of me, my situation now, or what I had experienced, or whatever. Or whether, whether I'm, I'm inspiring them, uh, or I'm pissing them off as a heel, okay? Right. Either way, um, so yeah, I think I can do it. I, I, th- I just think that we need to be smart about how we, we treat me, you know what I mean? And, of course, the business has to be right. I mean, you know, the, the, the money has to be right, and the schedule, and the, create, the, the creative aspect. So... I don't know. That that's pretty much where I'm at. And I also think too, Matt, if I if I'm in a crowd of, you know, ten thousand or more people in a building and I've got a, oh, a yeah. you know, red lights on and it's a TV camera and it's picking up you know, there's a, a million or two people watching me, right. I don't think the bumps are gonna I'm gonna feel them as much uh when the adrenaline's going. So I think yeah. it's harder when you're in a yeah. an old shack wrestling school taking bumps, you know, in a cold right. room. So yeah. yeah, I definitely um think that I can, but I'm just saying that when I was in the ring, I, I, it, it gave me a reality check. It was like, man, 
you know, I, I guess for a couple of days, I really questioned. Like, it's like saying, you know, you're in football. I use analogy with you. Mm-hmm. And you know you're in shape, and, but you haven't been on the field in a while. Mm-hmm. And you remember what it's like to, to bang heads, you know, right. <laughs> uh, for, with some tackle or collisions. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you took a couple hard hits, and it rang your bell. Oh, yeah. And you got a stinger, or you, you might even have been slightly concussed. Yeah. And it does something to your psyche. It's not being a, a wuss. And, and here's the other thing, Matt. You and I are both health professionals. Yep. And we know what is healthy and what's not. And I'll just tell you right now, mm-hmm. professional wrestling, choreographed or not, is not a very – the spine does not care for that too much. No. Everybody out there needs to know it, it is choreographed, but those guys are taking real hits. You know, Brother, I'm going to tell you yeah. something. I've always respect. look, I've been, I grew up in this business, and after last week when I was in there – I literally, I was going to tweet out to any pro wrestler today. I just want to tell you how much I actually respect you even more. Because I didn't realize, um, you know, it had been a while, and I didn't realize what I had. I I, I look back and go, how did I do that for so, Mm -hmm. and it was only a four-year career, but still, it's like four years of every night being in a car accident, you know? No, you're right. Yeah. yeah. So, so basically, yes, look, um, it makes you think like, man, just you're, you're, you know, you're, you're mortal. And it's like, wow, you know, I want to, because we're, we're health professionals. We, we, we serve the community, right? Mm-hmm. But, and we want to give the right advice. And so we need to listen to our own advice, yeah. but it's hard, man. And that's what I want to get into you with. Yeah. I don't know if we have time on this particular episode, but what I'm wrestling with, Matt, is that I got this warrior spirit deep yeah. down that does not is not dead yet, yeah. and it has. Mm-mm. And I'm telling you, that's what keeps me driving to keep me going with the the physicality of things. Because I'll be honest, I feel like the ha- the cup had been half full. Is it half full? Is it half empty? Sort of right. scenario. Right. That goes with my amateur wrestling career. That goes with my professional wrestling career. That goes with chiropractic. Mm-hmm. That goes with a lot of other things in my life. And I think I have this deep down driving force because I'm just being honest. Now, most people look at me and go, man, you're a success. You're, you know, I appreciate your, your, um, you give me, you know, acknowledge me for some accolades and, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing, Matt. But deep down in my heart and soul, I am not even near fulfilled or satisfied and it's not being selfish it's just i know that i fell short in every step of the thing that i ever did in my life now mind you i went after some high achieving things like you did too mm-hmm. we're not messing around like just getting a, no, no offense for working a regular mom and pop job or a corporate job nine to five punching a clock you get your paycheck and pay your bills and life moves on right but we we aspire to do something that was is a rarity and a very small percentage of people are going to make it. Mm-hmm. We talk about professional athletes or sports or even co- the college level right. and weightlifting and powerlifting meets and pro wrestling. And for me, I just feel so it's haunted me for years because I knew even as a chiropractor for 13 years now, actually longer than that because I went to school. That was so let's just say 16, 17 years. Mm-hmm. I've had this hole in my soul about just wanting to make up for some lost whatever, you know, right. and all those those right. different steps along the way that I just mentioned, those, those, those chapters of my life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's kept me, because I ask myself, how am I at 49 and I keep doing Like, sometimes I'm on the stair stepper on a Friday night, and I go, why are you doing this? You know, to myself, <laughs> like, dude, chill out. Yeah, no, I, like, I get the no, same thing. But this is that. I'm not, I'm not finished yeah. yet. I'm not done. That's right. You know, you but know? I think it's so important that we talk about this, Sean, because... I think everybody, I don't care if you're male, female, you know, 20, 40, 50, I I think people have that in common, you know, and and I think that's part of the human spirit. Now, some people, 
I know they've let that die. But like you and me, it's not dead. I mean, I, I'm guys, everybody knows out there on my show, I'm doing one more strongman competition. You know, I'm going at a national level. Uh, it's real, you know. Uh, and, you know, Sean just got in the, the ring. It was seven years since you've been in the ring, Sean? Seven years, yeah. Seven years. And, you know, guys, it's, it's never too late. Women, it's never too late. It, it is, there's only how much, like Sean said, okay, you got this vehicle, you know, let's be honest with it. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm a, probably like a, a 78 Ford F-250 that's, you know, cherried out, you know, you're only, you're only going to be able to drive that thing so hard for so long. And, but can I still drive it hard? You bet I can. And I know Sean feels the same way. So it's possible guys. It's possible. You know, Sean, I'm, I'm going to kind of segue here on the show for a minute and talk about the therapies, you know, therapies that can help people. And have you tried stem cells? I haven't, man, but I'm so interested in that. And yeah. I'm going to be getting into that in January with another doctor. I'm going to be basically, um, I'm going to be a consultant. I'm going to be doing presentations on it. Uh, yeah. I'm going to learn more about it, the science of it, but with my background and my history and, you know, just everything, uh, this particular doctor thinks that I'd be the right fit to be able to represent that. So I'm right really looking forward to I've heard nothing but great things about it. Yeah, I, I can say from my personal experience, I've had four rounds of, of stem cells. I, I just had my fourth uh, a couple weeks ago. And, you know, everybody out there, I'm going to tell you firsthand knowledge of an old athlete here they work. You know, they, it really does work. Now I'm going to go from a physician's aspect. There is such good research on it as well. We're talking mesenchymal stem cells. And I would recommend everybody get, get research done on it. Look at it. Look at what every athlete out there that wants to continue their or prolong their career. I think what Tom Brady spent, like, I think he said over $300,000 on stem cells, you know, in the last year. And, uh, I mean, everybody, you know, everybody knows Tom Brady. I mean, this guy has had a, a professional career like nobody else. I mean, how old is he now, Sean? I don't remember, but uh, he's got to be in his late 40s now, isn't he? Mid to late 40s? Who's that? Tom, Tom Brady? The Patriot? Oh, Tom Brady, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, sorry, I'm in, I'm, in a, um, I'm in my uh, home here, and I've got these... Um, Steel beams and the oh, okay. green, okay. and it cuts out every once in a while. But yeah, I think Tom. I'm, I'm sure he would been. He's been using that. Yeah, so, he, he was uh, talking about it. He said it's one thing that's prolonged his career, and uh, you know, then we know all the great, you know, Kobe Bryant, you know, Shaq, all these other guys, you know, that that have been going to Europe to get mesenchymal stem cells. Well, the cool thing about now this time is that they're all over the U.S. now, and and everybody. I'm I'm going to tell you from a position standpoint pretty amazing. Now I'm going to go from an athlete standpoint. Wow. I mean, they have helped me tremendously. So I recommend everybody look into it. Uh, if you can try it, you can afford it, go for it. You, you won't be disappointed. Um, Sean, you know, I wanted to ask you one more question because we're running out of time here. And the first, well, actually two questions. First question is, will you do another show with me, man? Cause we got a lot more to talk about. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we got to, we got to, <laughs> we, I think we, should, I we need to just do a well, we need to do this once a week and have a segment. Okay, we, we should totally do that. And, and the last yeah. question is, is um, as a doctor, I mean, you've been a doc now for a long time. What's the best piece of advice you could give to the average human being out there? Well, I would say uh, be, be honest with yourself, be true to yourself, 
um, I would say, from my experience and the the and or grievances and the and the despairs and the challenges I've been through because I lost both my parents at an early age, is if you have family, you have relatives, and I don't care if you're arguing or if you disagree, do your absolute best to just accept them for who they are and where they're at in in their life at the time because everything is timing and they're doing the best they know how given that particular time. So just be close to family and try to get the most from those experiences in those relationships and to get the most out of life. If you have a dream or a passion or a vision and it's something that you and, and cast all your doubts or second guessing or fears, I don't care if it's fears of success, fears of failure, fears of rejection, fears of embarrassment. If you have a passion for something deep in your heart and it's just, it's, you just know that that's what you're supposed to do or, or at least go after, by all means, don't procrastinate. And, 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 and pick just every day, take the practical steps to work towards that and align yourself and befriend folks who are in that space that are actually doing it today, that are succeeding at it, who are winning in life in that regards of what you want to go after. Try to align yourself with them and give everything you have and go after so you don't have live in regret because I'm telling you, the pain and grief of regret is far worse than the pain and, 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 and you know, uh, sacrifice you'll make what it takes to get to to that and if you end up not getting to that exact vision the fact that you made each attempt every day and you kept working I don't care if it takes years after year I mean you just keep working towards that mm-hmm. right even if you don't you fall flat on your face or you don't quite get there the universe will recognize that because you're a co-pilot you're a you're a dance partner with the universe and you will reach something of equal or greater value. So if it's not, you can go after one thing, but you've got the momentum now that you're working towards that. If it's not meant for you to connect with that exact thing, again, something of equal or greater value will come your way. And the fact that you've got that momentum going, you will be rewarded. So just get moving, get in motion. Don't overthink things. Don't be that, you know, part of that, um, you know, that saying, you know, paralysis by overanalysis. And this is speaking right. from experience, guys. Yeah. So just live each day to its fullest. And again, stay close to loved ones. And, and those are those loved ones could be, you know, friends too that are like family, that aren't blood related. Yeah. Be, be, just cherish your relationships. And the one last thing I will always leave you with is no matter how crappy you think your day is or how <laughs> tough a challenge you're going through, man, always just sit back and go, what am I grateful for? Yeah. Think about how grateful you are for anything you have in your life. It could be the simplest things. And you wake up out of bed thinking to yourself, man, I got my sight. I've got my limbs. I can breathe. You know what? I got a sh- I got another day here. And that's a, that's a good thing. So just count your blessings and be grateful. Sean, that's some great advice for everybody out there. Everybody, this is Talk with the Doc. This is Dr. Martinez, Dr. Sean. Sean, thank you so much for being on the show, brother. And uh, let's do this again. And I, I am down with doing a weekly segment. That would be a lot of fun for me, too. Yeah, man, this is great. I, oh, I really bro. appreciate you having me on here. I really enjoyed this. And it was fun. And I know we, <laughs> we've we got, you know, we'll probably have to keep a script. And we can maybe even uh, <laughs> in the future have a, yeah. we'll stick with a certain parameter. Because you and I can just go in so many oh. different directions. But that's, yeah. that's what brought us together, Matt. That's why yeah. we bonded. Because we knew, um, I've always, and that's the thing, Matt, you and I, let's just, before we go, I just want to say, you know, to the audience that, you and I have just, for some reason, or certain people you meet in your life, they say you meet people yeah. for a season, you meet them for a reason or for a lifetime. And I believe that you and I met for a lifetime. And even yeah, though you and I didn't spend tons and tons of time together, 
we've always found a way to stay in touch, haven't we? Oh, yeah, Always man. supported one another. And here oh, we are, you know? And here we are. And uh, I, I, I value our friendship, brother. You're, you're, too, you're like brother. a brother to me, really, to be I, honest. I feel the same way, brother. And uh, we will do a weekly segment, so everybody out there, get ready for this. We're going to no holds barred on what we're going to talk about. You know, which is going to be real talk. And that's one thing about this show. Everybody knows this is real talk with the doc. I don't bullshit. Neither does Sean. And I, that's why I love this guy. So everybody yeah. be on the lookout. Look up his IG. That's Dr. Sean. Um, he's got some great content. And also, I, I, I'm going to just say his workouts are inspiring. So everybody check it out. I'll, until next time, this is Talk with the Doc. Signing off.